Hello, and welcome back to Solstice, the podcast by women for women for our highest involvement and greatest growth. Here we share raw and relevant conversations from the soul from one sis to another. This is a movement back to women supporting women. We're all sisters here. We may come from different walks of life, but we're here to share our stories of success, our strikeouts, and our spiritual practices. If it's your first time listening, welcome to the world of the mystic, the mother, the witch, the wild woman, the girl boss, and the divine feminine. We are all one here, here to acknowledge all of these facets of our inner goddess and to tap into every aspect of ourselves. We're in this together, my sisters, collectively on the spiritual journey back to self. Thanks so much for joining the conversation, and let's get on with the show. All right, so I am actually recording this episode the night before it will be airing on October 25th, and this is going to be that lunar eclipse in Scorpio for those of my astrology followers out there that do love to participate in following what is aligning in the stars for us. And as far as that goes, no, I am not a certified astrologer. However, I do do a lot of research on the subject, and I hadn't invested too much time in this specific lunar eclipse and for those of you who don't know anything about eclipses i would recommend listening to my previous episode on that where i share a lot of information regarding the significance of eclipse season why i don't choose to manifest or practice manifesting habits and rituals and routines that i would normally participate in during these times and instead i choose to reflect on things that are no longer serving me reflect on repeating patterns in my life and really try to take an objective perspective Perspective and look at my life through that lens of trying to take my own emotion out of the equation and essentially just really observe and notice where these patterns come up, where these negative feelings arise, maybe this anxiety or there's a depressive episode that is triggered by a certain person or a certain situation. And oftentimes these themes and patterns and triggers really do arise during eclipse seasons. So of course, if you're listening to this closer to real time, there is like a two-week cycle where between the 25th and then midway through next month, we are going to still be experiencing a lot of the effects and the feelings that accompany eclipse season. But of course, if you're listening to this well, you know, beyond this time that I'm actually recording and we're sharing this message, we might very well be in a new eclipse season. It might not pertain so much to Scorpio as this energy shift is occurring right now, but it's not to say that it's not relevant. And it's always, I believe, a great time. There is no time like right here and now in this present moment to reflect on what's no longer serving us because this plays into manifesting so much more than we recognize more often than not. If you are not paying attention to what you don't want, if you're not recognizing that your attention is there and you're not removing some of those things to create space for something new, you're just going to have a lot of energy stagnation and you're going to accumulate a lot of unwanted feelings and emotions and attachments to these things that no longer serve you and until you can clear those things out and minimize them to the best of your ability you're going to experience not only spiritual stagnation but emotional as well as even physical in your reality you might realize that your relationship sort of plateaus or your career or your home your environment in any way shape or form internally and externally are very much affected by a lot of this mental and emotional and spiritual clutter that we do accumulate without even recognizing it it happens every day in every decision we make in every attachment we form 
And with this specific eclipse in Scorpio, it is falling on our south node. And for those of you that don't understand lunar nodes, I'm not sure that I've actually shared an episode on these. And again, I'm not an astrologer. I'm not certified. I do a lot of personal research myself. But your south node is essentially your comfort zone. It's where you come from. It's what you're accustomed to. It's that autopilot setting that you default to. And your north node is what you're striving to achieve, to learn, to grow into and sort of embody in this life. It's what we're striving for. So because this specific eclipse falls on our south node, on our comfort zone or our habitual routine environment, both internally and externally, it's a great time to reflect on what that environment embodies and what you like about it and what you don't. Because a lot of that stuff can just simply be extra stuff that we can let go of. It's just baggage weighing us down and holding us back from a better, brighter future. And it's not to say I spend much time at all during any eclipse season working on what I want to manifest, focusing on what I would rather have. It's actually a really good time to look at what feels less than great, to focus on those shadows, to really check in with yourself and tap into those those feelings of maybe depression or anxiety or anger, rage, bitterness, whatever it may be that is plaguing your psyche and your heart and your spirit and has broken you in the past maybe or things that you thought you've wholly healed from that are resurfacing that you're realizing there's a deeper layer you know maybe the surface scar is gone but maybe there's some scar tissue under there that you need to really work through and you can't work through that without really kneading into that tissue if you've ever dealt with anything like physical scar tissue you know that it's painful it's a painful process to really dig in there and work it out but that's the only way through And so that's almost the best analogy I can come up with for an eclipse season because our light source is going to be obstructed during eclipse season. It's not a great time for manifesting. You can listen to my last episode on that, which I I think I already shared that I would link in the show notes, but I'll definitely make sure to do that if I haven't already said so. Um, So if you don't know anything about eclipse season, definitely take a listen to that one. But regardless, right now, the whole purpose is to check in with yourself, to ask yourself where you're settling, to ask yourself where you've been on autopilot, where it feels less than ideal. And you'll know, intuitively, you know what feels less than amazing. And you know where you're settling. And you know where you've just agreed to go along and to go with the motions and to essentially just compromise on your own well-being for the well-being of others. Or maybe you're in denial. It doesn't necessarily have to be in complete parallel with the theme that I'm experiencing. But in my own experience, I thought that I'd worked through so many of the different themes that have come up in this last weekend. And to just know that, you know, we are entering eclipse season and I recognize that a lot of times during eclipses, these patterns can resurface. It's a really great way to remain conscientious of the fact that we're all human we all struggle we all have setbacks it is not a linear process it is a cyclical process to continue to practice healing and manifesting and growing and working through all of the hardships that we face and everything that we do face i do believe that we choose if not consciously in this life perhaps in another realm and today was one of those days that it was just so hard to get there i was so infuriated i have so much rage and so much healing i recognize now after experiencing the day that i had really the week that i had with all of these themes resurfacing where no matter what i do for the people that i care the most about it will never be enough they will never be able to heal by me alone and 
Maybe that's not a part of their journey. Maybe it is just a part of my journey to do what I can and to recognize that I also need to do what I can for myself. And that's ultimately the lesson that I believe I'm meant to take away in my own eclipse season right now. And it is up to you to uncover your own. And you can do that by looking at your astrology, looking at your lunar nodes, but you can also do that by just simply checking in with yourself and asking yourself, you know, where do I feel pretty shitty in my life right now? Or really sad, or really empty or lonely? Is there a void anywhere? Am I numbing myself anywhere and that is where the work is my friend and that is a beautiful place to begin because nothing changes if nothing changes so recognizing where we want to see change will show us where we need to make little tiny changes in our habits and that's going to create a different outcome because that definition of insanity is doing that same thing over and over and expecting a different result so until we change something Even if we have no control over the complete situation that's happening, like in my case, we can control how we react. And so I could continue to react frantically or meeting the manic energy in my environment, or I could choose to show up with peace, show up with acceptance, surrender to the experience, not feel rushed, not feel scarcity, choose abundance, choose faith, and choose just inner peace despite the outer chaos. And that is, again, my specific lesson. Maybe I'm sharing that because that's what you need to hear too, or maybe it's completely, completely different from what you need. But regardless, you're going to uncover that. That's up to you. I'm doing my work and I'm encouraging you to do yours during this time too. So take this time to really slow down, to really check in with yourself, really sit with yourself, ask yourself what choices you could begin to change, little tiny tweaks in your everyday routine that will make a big difference down the line. And I really feel like the next few days and weeks are going to be really beneficial to take some time and get really introspective with yourself, look into your past, where you've come from, why you are the way you are, and exactly how it is that you are. And in doing this, you're bringing the unconscious realm to the forefront of your conscious awareness. So you're basically pulling this shadow into the light. And in just taking this first step in introspection, This is actually conscientious action, so it's already going to activate positive karmic outcomes, and that's worth celebrating. So give yourself some gratitude, give yourself some credit for taking the time to sit with yourself and, you know, ask yourself, why are you a people pleaser? Or why are you quick to be defensive? Or maybe why is it that certain people or situations make you feel some type of way? So just sitting with yourself and recognizing that this is a major first step, you've got to understand that God, source, the universe, your higher self, guides, angels, etc., whatever it is that you believe in that is beyond and above us, And if you have a hard time with that, maybe it's simply your highest self. Maybe it is just your own personal psyche. Just recognize that whatever it is that you do believe in that is beyond you is not only going to recognize that you seek expansion and growth and change and evolution, but you're also striving for it by being willing to face yourself and bringing your darkness into the light. And as I said, this eclipse specifically is going to be centric around Scorpio, but I'm going to give you a little bit of background here on some of the key players in this eclipse. And I'm going to start with Earth sign Taurus, but just know that wherever your north and south nodes fall, that's going to be important in here as well. Scorpio plays very much so into this eclipse, as I just said, but Taurus is going to be on the opposite end of the zodiac chart which means that some of their qualities might be opposing one another so or completely opposite one another. So if you look at 
the Taurus archetype, you're going to find that this is the embodiment of the sensual. So it's going to invite all of the senses and it's going to be very inviting, making things comfortable and beautiful, all to lure us into this physical earth realm. And so Scorpio, on the other hand, is going to be the opposite side of the zodiac. It is all about uncovering the hidden, the unseen, what's buried deep down or obscured, even the occult, unspoken desires, things that are tucked away in some forgotten corner of your mind. And what's beautiful about some Something like a flower blooming is that without those thick roots that lie deep beneath the surface that are anchoring it in the damp dark soil full of maybe maggots and worms and filth and rotten all those things that we don't really like to pay attention to when we're looking at this beautiful flower blooming that's going to be the scorpio end of the spectrum there cannot be taurus the flower without scorpio the root and I don't know why that analogy just came to me. I hope that makes sense to you guys. But it's just this idea that also, I don't know if you guys have houseplants. I have plenty of them. But for those of you that do, I'm sure you know that over a period of time, you do have to periodically move the houseplant from one type of soil into the next because the soil gets really depleted over time. Or maybe it gets infested with insects that start to eat away at the root systems. Maybe the roots get too moist and they start to rot. So typically, if your plant is showing any symptoms of sickness or just malnourishment, you do change out the soil to keep the plant healthy and happy in a nourishing, nutrient-dense environment. And that is essentially what I feel like this eclipse is asking us to do. It's asking us to look at the symptoms on our leaves and to dig into the soil. No matter how intimidating, we kind of need to get our hands dirty on this one and understand how we can help these flowers in our own lives bloom without getting a case of root rot. And another beautiful thing about using a plant analogy is like all things in nature, it is a cyclical periodic practice. So like all things in nature, this too is a cycle. It is not a linear process from point A to B, but rather a death and rebirth cycle that's going to spin infinitely on, tethering this life to the next even. And of course, that is my personal opinion. If you don't believe in, you know, karmic ties. And I really think that things that you don't work through, even in your family line, maybe your offspring will then have to deal with thereafter or their children then after them and so on and so forth. And so potentially that could be you in a next life or in a few lives from now. I don't know exactly how it works, but I do like to play with the idea. And I do still believe that regardless, however much we choose to learn or unlearn, hurt, heal, grow, wilt or rise is entirely up to how much life force and will and love we are willing to put in, let in, pour into our lives and actively practice. So if you have hit your limit, if you feel you are at capacity and you are tired of trying and working so hard to triumph over the hardships in your life, rest. It is okay to go through a season where it feels like enough is enough. And if you don't want to push it right now, again, eclipse season is a beautiful time to turn inward. That doesn't necessarily mean that you have to dig really deep if it's a really trying time. Honor where you are at and recognize what you are willing to put in and are even capable of putting in because sometimes we're spread so thin in life that sometimes this introspective work needs to wait and there's nothing wrong with that. Trust in the divine timing of your life and trust that if it's too tough to really look into your own flaws or unhealthy habits or patterns, maybe instead take this time to actually look into what it is you desire by looking at what you no longer like either. 
And a really good way to do this is to play into the Taurus placement in this eclipse, which is the conjunction with Venus, which is ruled by Taurus. So this is going to play a pivotal role in this specific lunar eclipse as well. If Taurus does focus on desires, values, beauty, the senses, and what we yearn for, it can actually be really beneficial to not only focus on uncovering what we've suppressed or what we have neglected to pay attention to in our lives, but it's also really critical to become more aware of what we want out of this life in all areas moving forward. So maybe it's worth dissecting each area or aspect of your life. Maybe uh, go through your relationships, your work, your home, your friendships, your relationship with yourself, your health, your finances, all of these different categories and really start to hone in on what it is that you truly desire. And maybe you will get into the Scorpio, the suppressed things that you sort of are fearful of sharing with the world. Maybe it's through that witch wound where you're afraid of speaking your truth and sharing your truth with the world of your deepest heart's desires. And so maybe it's a little deeper than things that feel a little more surface level or materialistic like those of typical Taurus. And there's nothing wrong with either. I think it's really important to read into both of those right now. So I encourage you to play with both. And again, this includes physically in your work and home environment, in your inner world of emotions, in your relationships, your romantic life, your friendships, your family ties, work relations, and so on. And it can also be really cool to actually ask yourself from almost a out-of-body perspective where you're almost personifying different aspects of your being. So you could ask your inner child what they desire or your divine masculine or feminine. You can also ask your body or your heart, maybe your mind, maybe your stomach, maybe a certain emotion that you experience repeatedly if that's something that you're recognizing in this Scorpio eclipse cycle. Maybe it's, you know, depression or anxiety. What is it that you desire? What would give you peace? What would ease your suffering? How can I be here with you now and honor you so that we can alchemize you and become something more, create room for something more, ease this a little bit to create space for more of what we truly want in our reality. So it's just an alternative exercise. If you guys want to give that a try, it can be beneficial. It can feel a little silly. You can do it as a journaling prompt. You can ask yourself out loud. You can do it in the mirror. You can even hold your hands over maybe your heart or your stomach or whatever body part it was that you were referring to. If it's your mind, maybe give yourself a hug, maybe sit in meditation and just visualize it. There are so many different approaches that you can take during this time. And the time to awaken from your subconscious default day-to-day mundane routine and rituals that no longer are in alignment with the life that you want to cultivate is right now. So do whatever one of these exercises resonates with you or maybe create your own, but definitely take the time to do this here and now. We're wrapping up the year. We've got just about two months left of 2022 and I always feel like when the new year does finally approach I get really anxious that I haven't done enough inner work that I haven't taken enough time for myself because so many times during the holidays we get wrapped up with family obligations and expectations and we don't really center and slow down and sometimes that's exactly what we need so if you have the space and the freedom to do that now it is a beautiful beautiful time to practice this. And it's also in alignment with the seasons, at least over here in the States. Obviously, if you're on the other side of the world, your seasons are going to be flipped. 
But with that being said, we are in autumn. Of course, I'm in Florida, so our fall feels a little different than maybe up north or in the west. But regardless, it is fall and it is a time to turn inward, to harvest, to sort of check in with yourself and see what it is you need to store up for winter and really hone in on what your body needs as nourishment and your mind and your heart and your soul and every aspect of your being. So there's no more beautiful time than right now, you guys. Ask yourself simply what it is you seek. If it's love, peace, joy, abundance, connection, worthiness, whatever it may be, forgiveness, maybe you need to forgive someone else. It whatever is holding you back, whatever is really suppressing your psyche and your spirit, it is time to reclaim what's rightfully yours. But we can't activate this ability without first remembering to let parts of ourselves and our past and our stories and our current routines die off so that something new can be born from those ashes. So it's this death-rebirth cycle that I'm referring to again that's so critical. It is a key component to the manifesting process. And even though we're not focusing on many of those manifesting activities during this season, it is still a time to practice letting those things that no longer serve us die off to create space for something new. So this death rebirth cycle is a time I encourage you to really play with mourning even aspects of yourself or your past or your traumas, your history, your story, Whatever it is that we tell ourselves, we are the stories we tell ourselves. If you have a victim mentality and mindset because you have been a victim in many regards to many things in your life, I am so sorry that you've suffered through so many hardships. However, if you continue to hold on to that attachment to your identity, you will forever maintain that victim mindset and it will reflect in your reality. So until you can really release that attachment, you're going to continue to see those repeated patterns occurring in your life. And this is my major struggle right now too. So I'm not trying to call anybody out. I'm trying to help you guys alchemize this as well if it's something you struggle with too. So let these things go to align with what you'd rather seek instead. Let go of what no longer serves you. Again, this Taurus Scorpio energy has a bit of that duality going on. So it's a really good time to pay attention to the polarity in your life. Maybe focus on asking yourself what it is that you've wanted so strongly, but what you've been receiving instead. There's something to be worked through there. There's a lesson there. So I'm seeing so strong right now that there's this theme of this in my patterns that I'm working to break with this specific eclipse where I have such a strong emphasis on these things I thought I'd worked through that are resurfacing only to be killed off for good, hopefully this time around. But again, it's a cycle. So I may think I've worked through these things and this pattern may re-arise and resurface and it's something that's more out of my control than anything so if it's a situation that keeps kind of resurfacing in your home and your relationships and your environment in whatever form it's often because how you're reacting to it is what needs to be rethought and re retaught and relearned. So really all we have control over is how we react to situations. We don't always have control over what happens to us, but we can control how we respond. And just like any physical scar, if you think of scar tissue that you have to work your way through, there's no way to work through it without really digging into it. So it means you've got to look the scar in the face. It might not be pretty. It might be painful, but you've got to work that scar tissue away. You've got to get your hands in there, or maybe you use 
one of those little tools that they have that are super painful. I have a really horrible scar on my ankle from falling last year pretty bad on some rocks. And I hate working through the scar tissue, but it's something that there's always more work to be done on. And even though I resent doing it and I don't look forward to it and I dread it even to a certain degree because I hate physical pain, it's something I know I need to do periodically. And this is one of those times where we're essentially you know, really digging into the scar tissue to release it or sucking the poison out of our lives. And it's pretty easy to identify toxicity or venom in our veins when we really take a look at each area of our lives and follow those emotions. That emotional navigation system is your best friend because even when you feel frankly like shit, it's a beautiful reminder that something is out of alignment. Something is not resonating anymore. Something no longer serves you, or maybe it never did. So it's time to release it and replace it or react to it differently so that something new can begin to form in its place. So the lesson is learned and we can move on to the next. And bringing awareness to what no longer serves us, what we no longer wish to identify with is again, step number one. Remember guys, nothing changes if nothing changes. So let go of attachment to the things that you no longer want to identify with. Maybe it felt validating to identify with a victim archetype or a warrior archetype or whatever it is that you specifically do, a caregiver, maybe a scapegoat, whatever it is, release it now. Awareness is step one, but choosing not to repeat that same response pattern is your major step two. And how we can react differently than we have previously in these patterns in our experience is going to be that step two B or three. So it's a great time to cleanse, do some shadow work, maybe cry it out, mourn different aspects of yourself, your history, maybe journal, release, meditate, nourish yourself in any way that intuitively aligns with you. And really just take this time to turn inward and check in with yourself. Maybe not only seek your own support, but those of a soul community that you vibe high with and just surrender to the process and trust that your intuition is going to guide you to exactly where you need to be. And so I know this one's a little shorter than most, but that's really all I wanted to share about this specific eclipse. I think it's more than enough to get you guys going and to get you guys inspired to do that inner work in your own inner world and in your outer environment too. So on that note, happy healing and good luck to you guys doing your digging. I hope that uncovering some of those roots is perhaps Yes, maybe a little painful, but I do hope that it is more healing than anything. And a lot of times we do have to get through that darkness to get to the dawn. And I hope that that message resonates with you too during this time or wherever this message finds you. And just trust that that light in you is so wanting to shine through. And all you have to do is create the space to allow it in. It's already within you. You don't need to seek anything outside of yourself. Trust that inner world and follow your heart. All right. On that note, the light in me honors and loves the light in each of you. Namaste and good luck this eclipse season.